Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is Week 8 Power Rankings. You know how this goes, very self-explanatory. I'm going to be doing power rankings from 31, I mean from 32, excuse me, to 1. So yeah, let's let's get into it with number 32, and that is the New York Jets. Not much, there's not much explanation needed. They're 0-7, and they're 0-16 candidates. They are god-awful. Moving to 31, that is the Dallas Cowboys. The defense is historically bad, and the offense is so banged up that they cannot score a touchdown. They they physically could not score a touchdown last week. Three points against the fine Washington defense, but you know, they're not like great. So, so um, yeah, the Cowboys still have a lot of talent at the skill position players, such as running back and wide receiver, but well, their quarterback is a seventh rounder from uh, JMU. So I'm not, no, nope, they are 31. Moving on to 30, that is the New York Giants. A loss to the Eagles showed a mediocre defense choking and an offense doing what they do. Their offense scores 21 points and their defense, well, is not very good. Moving on to 29, that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. A loss against the Chargers had their defense exposed even more than it already was. And, well, Gardner Minshew missed DJ Chark on a few passes that could have changed the tide for this game. Moving to 28, that is the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, just blow it up and hope for the best. This team sucks. Get rid of Kirk Cousins, please. Just please blow it up. Just blow it up. The culture there sucks. Moving on to 27, that is the Washington football team. The defense looks good, but that offense is god-awful. It is terrible, but that front seven, very, very talented. God, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Taylor, and Jerome Payne mixed mix with Ryan Kerrigan, that's fucking scary. Moving on to 26, the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow looks very good, but the defense disappointed. And, well, the Bengals are 0-4-1 in one-score games. They just cannot get it done when they need to get it done. That is the Bengals' biggest problem, is that they can keep a game close. They can just never get over that small hump. In uh, Zach Taylor's 23 games with the Bengals, he is 1-12-1 in one-possession games, which I found crazy. Moving to 25, that is the Atlanta Falcons. Very talented offense, but just cannot seem to win games. You you can put it on whatever you want to put it on, but they're not winning games. To 24, the Houston Texans. The offense is still looking good with Bill O'Brien gone, but the defense allows 31 points per game, and they allowed 35 points against the uh, against the Green Bay Packers as well. The offense didn't do did not do the defense many favors that that's why they're a bottom tier team moving on to 23 the new england patriots who i recently had at 16 fell all the way down to 23 because well they got embarrassed against the 49ers they looked horrible on both sides of the ball i really do hope that they can step it up because i like cam newton i'm a fan of the culture there I think it'd be kind of cool to have Bill Belichick just continue to win without Tom Brady. But, well, they they need to get back on track because these 
because these past two weeks have been bad on them. Moving on to 22, that is the Denver Broncos. The defense uh, the defense did well again. I get that the Chiefs did score 43 points, but they only had three offensive touchdowns. Their, their defense did well again, but the offense turned the ball over four times, which resulted in two defensive touchdowns. Drew Locke, you got to get it together if you want to really be seen as the franchise guy. Because these last two weeks, I get that he's just coming back, but the seat's getting a little warm. That's, that is just my opinion. Moving on to 21, that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz clutched up and won the game for them without Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. They were, they were playing a god-awful team, but Carson Wentz looked good. You know, like, I... I get that the Eagles team is not a very great team, but they're good enough to be the best team of the bad teams. I hope that made sense. Like, they're the best team of the lower tier teams. That's what that's what that meant. Moving on to 20 is the Miami Dolphins. We do not know what this offense will look like with Tua in, but we know that but, but we do know that the defense will remain a, a top-tier defense, only giving up 19 points per game. The offense with Tua can range from something really good or something very bad. We just we just have no clue right now. I'm very excited to watch Tua play this 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 week coming up. Moving on to 19, the Los Angeles Chargers. I get that they're two and four, but they're but they're my number 19. Justin Herbert showed out again. I'm big on Justin Herbert. This kid looks fucking good, and their four losses this year are all one possession losses versus three teams that are over 500. This team is good. They have just gotten the shit end of the stick with scheduling. And well, I mean, they still have a rookie QB in, like despite he is playing very well, but he's still, like those first few weeks, are getting it together. Moving on to 18, we have the Detroit Lions. The defense is honestly looking better, holding the Falcons to 22 points. I get that the Falcons are a one-win team, but their defense, I mean, excuse me, but their offense is still ultra-talented, and, you know, adding Everson Griffin, I'm going to talk more about that tomorrow on uh, uh, Newsline Thursday, was a great pickup, and the offense, well, still has Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift and Matthew Stafford and TJ Hawkinson. Lions are 18. Moving on to 17, that is the Carolina Panthers. This is the most average team in the NFL to me. They are 3-4 and four with three one-possession losses. Their defense is honestly surprising me a lot because going into the season, I thought the Panthers' defense was going to be terrible. But, well, they're actually 13th in opponent points per game. Their offense is just waiting for Christian McCaffrey to, to come back, and their offense without McCaffrey still isn't bad, you know? Three and four, not too bad. Moving on to 16, that is the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know about this team. You get embarrassed by the Dolphins, you lose to the Eagles, then you beat the Rams, and then you just dominate the Patriots. I don't know how to evaluate this team, you know? Like, how how, how do you give up 43 points to the Dolphins and then just... But then you beat the Rams and then you kill the Patriots. I I don't get it. They're they they are middle of the road. They're 16. I suspect they're either gonna 
rise a lot or they're going to fall big time coming up here soon because in the next coming weeks, we're probably going to figure out what this team is. Moving on to 15, the Las Vegas Raiders. A tough loss to the Buccaneers does drop this team. They they have The Raiders have the talent to do very well, but they do not have the talent to be a great team. Like, they're fringe great. Okay, excuse me. They can be fringe great. The Raiders are very good, but they're just not there. Moving to 14, that is the Chicago Bears. The offense got embarrassed big time on Monday night. Their passing game is below average, and David Montgomery just cannot seem to rush for 60 yards no matter how many touches they give him. The defense is great, though. At the Bears' defense, you have to give them credit. They are great. And the Bears' O-line, not... They, they, they did not look good at all. Moving on to 13, the Cleveland Browns. Coming off of their shitty, terrible week, a 38-7 loss. They won 37-34. Baker looked terrible to start the game. I believe the stat was 0-5... And one pick, I think that that was it, but then proceeded to go 22 for 23 with five touchdowns. That is incredible. I get that. I, I still stand by we should be looking to get rid of Baker, but that shit right there, that is something special. That is really, really good no matter what team you are playing. And he did it without Odell, who went down on the second play of the game. Scoring scoring 37 points after being dominated by Pittsburgh shows that this team just won't roll over and die, and that's a good thing because their offense super talented and Kevin Stefanski's doing a great coaching job. Moving on to 12, the Indianapolis Colts. They have a top-tier defense but an okay offense. Coming off of a bye week, I'm excited to see this team play because their defense, hell, I think they're a top-tier defense. But their offense, I don't know about Phillip Rivers. He seems wildly... I get that last year he threw a bunch of picks, but he seems wildly inconsistent, just just like last season. Moving on to 11, that is the New Orleans Saints. They beat a fine team without their number one and number two receivers, but they did not show... They, they did not show anything super impressive, but when Thomas and Sanders come back, the offense should look very good because their offense looks good without them. Imagine their offense with them. That's going to be good. We are now into the top 10 NFL teams in the league. Number 10, I have the Buffalo Bills. They are slowly slipping. A game against the Jets without a touchdown is a terrible sign, but completely dismissing those first few weeks would simply be irresponsible of anyone making power rankings. This offense can be great. The defense is simply not great. They're a they're an average middle of the road defense, but the offense can be something really special. We literally just saw it. Their defense though, it needs to step up if they want to be a top a top tier team moving on to number nine and that is the los angeles rams this defensive line showed out on monday night 
this is a defensive team with a fine offense, which is something I did not think I would say ab- about the Rams. If if Sean McVay can get this offense going, then they may be a top five team. It just depends on can he do it? Because this defense, that Jalen Ramsey trade was a great trade. Their defense is very, very good. Sean McVay and Jared Goff need to click. This team is ah god like that 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 receiving core just robert woods cooper cup josh reynolds i like their receiving core but it's it's just not working for some reason i I don't get it moving on to number eight that is the green bay packers they 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 bounce back well drop putting up 35 points without aaron jones but they dropped one spot and the power rankings because they played the Houston Texans and the Texans have a terrible defense. This is still a fantastic offense with a good defense. And with Aaron Jones, they would have scored a lot more than 35 points because if Jamal Williams can do well against the Texans defense, Aaron Jones can do fantastic versus the Texans defense. Moving on to number seven, we have the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray and the offense looked great on Sunday night. The defense did not play too well, but a win against a previously undefeated team is a great feat. That is something that you have to respect, especially when it's Kyler Murray's second-year quarterback with Cliff Kingsbury, second-year head coach. This, This Arizona Cardinals team... If they can win more division games, like divisional games against the Seahawks, Niners, and Rams, because that's the best division in football, they will they will remain in this four to seven range. Because this Cardinals team is very, very good. They just need to eke out more wins if they really want to be a high seed in the playoffs. Moving on to number six, that is the Tennessee Titans. After a loss where they did not look good. I still like them a lot, but they're not a top-tier team right now. They just... That that offense looked bad against Pittsburgh. They should not have scored 24 points. And with a defense that is not very good, well, the offense kind of needs to show out. So, that's why the Titans have fallen out of the top five. Getting to the top five, number five is the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not sounding the alarms after this Sunday night loss. They still scored 34 points and was one holding call call away from winning the game in overtime. So this offense still looks great. The defense is not good, but they were one holding call away from winning this game. I'm not sounding the alarms. This the Seattle team will still be very good. They're still Super Bowl contenders. I think they have nothing to be really worried about. It's just Russell Wilson. You just can't throw three picks. But like, like the mere fact that Russell Wilson threw three picks and they were in this game to the literal very end, that's fucking good. That's really good from their offense. And yeah, Tyler Lockett, hopefully he has another one of those games because, buddy, you're starting for my team this week. Moving on to number four, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They rose. I believe it was two spots. I don't have the other power rankings in front of me, but they rose into the top five and now into the top four. Another offensive performance to remember 
and they're adding Antonio Brown, one of the most talented receivers ever. They scored 38 versus the Packers, then 45 against the Raiders. Two fine defenses. Their defense, though, the Buccaneers have the team that controls the line of scrimmage, and they have the most talented offense the league has ever seen. That is, that is not, there is no exaggeration there. Just based off pure talent, all-time number one. And their defense and their off and their offensive line with their defensive line control the trenches. That is scary. That they ah geez, it depends on who loses the Steelers Ravens game. I don't see the Buccaneers losing, so you know, spoiler alert, but they're gonna jump up into the top three. So, speaking of the top three, let's get to the top three. Baltimore Ravens remain at number three. Yes, they they are coming off of a bye week going to play Pittsburgh, and the Ravens have the second best defense in football and a stellar rushing offense. Their passing game still very weak, but it does not really matter when Lamar Jackson is your quarterback and you can just do design runs the whole game, and it simply works. And if the design runs aren't working, well, 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 the defense is going to get you turnovers. They're, they are going to give you good field position. So, so no matter what, this Ravens team, top three team in football. Moving on to number two, I, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are undefeated with the best defense in football, and they have an offense that is very, very good. The reason that they are number two is because I've actually talked about it the last two podcasts. They they just give up momentum too quickly. They give up it way too quickly. And this game against Baltimore, if they win this week versus Baltimore, then they're then then they're undoubtedly num- n- number one. But I still have doubts. I love this team, the defense, best defense in the league, and the offense, ultra talented. But I can't. I can't give them number one. I still have that doubt, but this week we'll see if the doubts are we'll see if the doubts are worthy or not. Number one is the Kansas City Chiefs. The offense did not have a very good week, only scoring three touchdowns. The offense only scored three three touchdowns, and they still scored forty three fucking points. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. And the last two weeks, they won with their rushing game last week when Clyde Edwards-Hilaire popped off. And then last week, their defense, their 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 defense scored two touchdowns. What the hell? I don't get. I don't get it. They their offense did not play great, and they still scored forty three points. Yeah, that's that is some shit. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell also averaged 6.5 yards yards per carry. So yeah, when you actually give him a good team that's not the New York Jets, he is Le'Veon Bell. So that's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at Stuttering Prods. That's Stuttering P-R-O-D-S and Instagram. That guy who talks about the sports. Um, yeah. 
I hope you have a good one, and I'll see you on Newsline Thursday tomorrow.